Welcome back. So this week we have another great topic. Holidays, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. If you're nervous about people coming over or if you're taking your dog to a Thanksgiving, I want to give you some tips today to make sure that everything goes smoothly for the holidays and that you know what you're doing to make things um, go smoothly because I really do want you to be able to enjoy um, the holidays with your family and your dog's the last thing you want to have to worry about. So I want to jump in some tips to make sure that things go smoothly. So first and foremost, when we're talking about um, Thanksgiving and, you know, I'm talking about a situation where most people are having people over for the holidays and how to prepare for that. So first things first, if your dog knows any type of basic obedience skills, um, especially place or stay or sit, stay, down, stay, if they're like superb with that, that's something that you definitely want to reinforce during Thanksgiving um, just because they may get excited when they see people, they may start jumping. So definitely if your dog, dog knows place, you want to have them go to their place and sit there and relax or, you know, reinforce those sit stays if they're jumping. But we're going to um, get into a little bit of that later of how to get them not to be so excited about um, guests, but definitely um, taking advantage of them knowing basic obedience skills and reinforcing them during the times of Thanksgiving. Um, also, let's talk about um, managing mealtime expectations, right? So, Ideally, you want to set boundaries for your pup or your dog um, during mealtime. So think about it. You don't want to wait till Thanksgiving occur and you're like, okay, you know, I have all this food on the table. You know, we're eating. You know, the dog may be going crazy. Think about your dog. You know your dog better than I do. You want to first think about how is my dog doing mealtimes in general when you're just eating dinner on a Tuesday night, right? Because ideally, the same thing that they do on a Tuesday night, they're going to do during Thanksgiving, but tenfold. So essentially, if your dog doesn't bother you, during Thanksgiving, they probably are going to be fine. But if you have a dog that's kind of in the meal times, engaging and, you know, jumping, trying to get the food from the table, you want to take that into consideration and you want to start setting boundaries for your dog during meal times, even now before Thanksgiving come. So whether that means, you know, if you see a dog coming towards the table, remember, uh, remember reinforcing that basic obedience and having them like sit down or ideally, like I talked to my families, um, just giving your dog something to do during meal time. So if your family's going to be eating Thanksgiving, maybe that's the time you feed your dog their meals too. Um, to slow them down a little bit. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Um, you can feed them out of a toy, a, a Kong toy or mental stimulation toys just to slow them down a little bit. Um, but ideally think about your mealtime expectations when it comes down to Thanksgiving. Um, proper greetings, right? So you're going to have many guests over during Thanksgiving. They're going to be meeting and greeting people and things like that. Again, if your dog does know sit, stay, and they're very good at um, greeting visitors, um, you definitely want to reinforce that during Thanksgiving. If guests are coming in your home, having a dog sit, stay before, you know, they even greet the person and then have the person coming in. One of the things I talk to my families about that I'm training with, with jumping dogs, ideally dogs jump because it's fun. And simply turning your back away for them takes the fun away and just ignore them. You don't want to get into doing this. And no calling their name and stuff because that makes it more fun. So simply just turn it away. But to ramp it up a little bit, not ramp it up, you don't want to ramp up jumping, but to make it more effective, you enter in, your guests enter in the home and the dog's not jumping, just have them simply touch your guest's hand, right? You already know the guests that are going to be coming over. Simply just told them, tell them to lean over and put their hand out because the dog will touch their dog. The dog will touch um, the guest's hand and they're less likely to jump if they're down low opposed to coming up high. So just simply have them put out their hand and then you're going to call your dog away. 
Um, but essentially, if they are good with guests, just think about how they are now. Um, if they're fine with guests coming in and not jumping, they probably will be okay. But if you're already having issues before um, that slew of guests are going to come over for Thanksgiving, then you're probably going to, um, if you haven't already, you're probably going to have it for Thanksgiving. So you want to make sure that you apply some of these tips. The next one right here is definitely for um, puppies, dogs that are fair for people, but just in general, you want to make sure that you create a safe space for your dog. Because if you think about it, especially like I'm saying the puppies, because having a lot of guests over can be overwhelming for any type of dog, especially a young puppy who have not had maybe that experience with like 20 or 30 people over, or if you're dealing with a shy or fearful dog or dogs that simply don't get along with people, you want to make sure that you create in a safe space for them. And so a lot of time I hear, okay, well, yeah, I have the crate over there for my dog, but your crate's in a living room where people are going to be. A safe space means somewhere away from people, away from the noise, away from the distraction. So you can have that crate, but make sure you put it in a different room away from all that noise. So a safe space could be a room, um, it could be a den area, but ideally you're going to turn on some noise for your dog, white noise. You can put on classical music because that's going to calm a dog. Or, but make sure you do give them something to do like a Congo puzzle toy because you just don't want them sitting in that safe space. By daily, you can have your dog come out for a little bit for Thanksgiving. But if you notice, one, they're kind of seen on edge and frustrated. Or two, when your dog starts not listening, that means they're just like overly tired. So it's time to go ahead and put them in that safe space. But of course, again, you know your dog better than I do. So you, you go ahead and determine when that safe space is, um, when it's time to put them in that safe space. The next thing. Keep an eye out for the garbage, right? So when people come over for Thanksgiving, ideally we try to put, well, let me speak for myself. I try to put different like um, trash bins, different areas so people aren't walking into one space. But you want to keep in mind, if your dog's more likely to go into that trash, maybe you want to stick to one trash bin and have it secure. Um, because your dog, you have to remember that they may not, they're not getting these foods every other day of the year. And so Thanksgiving, there's all different types of food out. And so they're going to be even more enticed to go into the trash. So even if you have a dog that doesn't usually go into the trash, they may for Thanksgiving. So just make sure that you're monitoring those garbage cans and that they have a tight lid on them as well. Um, oh, this one, most important, make sure you maintain your dog's exercise routine. This week, I've been talking to all the families I've been working with on how to prepare their dog for Thanksgiving, because one thing you'll hear me say often is a tired dog is a good dog. So ideally, say if your family's coming over at four o'clock, you take your dog for a nice long walk. If you're a runner, take them for that nice long run. So that when they're coming back um, and your family's coming over, they're nice and tired and they could care less about jumping or engaging in things like that. Um, if you're not able to take your dog for a walk, if you have a fenced in backyard, just letting them run and release some energy, maybe doing some fetch, some play with them, but anything, you know, your dog better than I do to burn off some energy so that they're less tight, so that they're more tired when guests are coming over. So either way, just make sure you maintain the exercise routine that you have and maybe throw in a little bit more just to make sure that you're, um, they're tired. This one, um, the next one, establishing boundaries, which I guess. So ideally, you have to keep in mind, you know, your family, not all people are going to be okay with dogs. I had one um, person get really upset because a dog, their dog jumped up on a counter and a family member didn't stop them. And I can see it in both situations where it's like, okay, you're trying to train your dog. So you hope that the family member helps, but you can't rely on the family member um, 
to kind of watch your dog during Thanksgiving. Of course, if you have those ones that you know for a fact that are going to deter your dog or help you, you know, redirect, definitely get those people on board or even having a quick talk with all the family members like, hey, you know, you know, Larry's going to be here or Fido's going to be here. And, you know, they may jump sometimes. But working with a trainer, I always say, throw the trainer in the mix. We're working with a trainer. So just try to redirect them and things like that. But always just make sure that you're keeping an eye on your dog. If you can't keep an eye on your dog, you know, your dog's going to be bothering gas or getting into things, go ahead and put them in that safe space or um, gated area. Um, also, be mindful of food hazards. Of course, um, everyone's on edge about, okay, guests are coming. How's my dog going to act? But remember, we're going to have different foods for Thanksgiving, and some of those may be hazardous to dogs, just to throw in some of them that are hazardous to dogs that you want to keep away from. Chocolates, onions, grapes, raisins, and nuts, or anything with sweetened or xylitol in it um, are very hazardous to dogs. So make sure during Thanksgiving, you keep those things away. And there's always that one uh, family member that's going to want to sneak something to the dog. But you have to make sure that if you do are cooking with any of these items that, you know, you tell the family like, hey, these are poisonous to the dog. Do not sneak them this. And I always say, which comes to the next part is make sure that you have something for your dog to do. When I talked about in the beginning, like a stuffed Kong, a snuffle mat, because we have each other to engage with and have conversations with. But dogs doesn't have anyone during Thanksgiving. Yeah, we make them a little rub. But ideally having something for them to do like a stuffed Kong, a snuffle mat. Um, I always told people you can scatter treats on the ground and let them search while people are talking. But ideally, my favorite thing to do when having guests over for Thanksgiving, maybe you have a different platter for your dog. That's um, what I call dog verified food and treats. So maybe for Thanksgiving, you don't just get a platter of just like regular kibble or treats. Maybe you cut up some turkey and you give it to your dog or cut up some chicken and make it special for them. So that way, instead of like your family members sneaking um, stuff to your dog, you can like, hey, this is Fido's plate. Go ahead, have them sit first because you got to sneak in some basic obedience, right? Have them sit first and then you can give them a treat. I always love the idea of having like different stations where the dog has his food so that um, the dog, one, the family's engaging and teaching them basic obedience without even knowing it because you're going to tell them, oh, no, 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 just have them sit first. And then the dog learns like, hey, don't like muzzle the people, don't jump on the people, just come and sit. And so that's a little quick tip there. But also just make sure that... Um, doing Thanksgiving, I know it can be overwhelming getting things prepared and stuff, but remember our dogs pick up on your energy. So just make sure to stay calm, you know, relax. If you think that you're feeling stressed, maybe, you know, put your dog in another room while you're getting things prepared. So they're not all ramped up while you're doing the hustle and bustling and moving around and things like that. So just to kind of recap on things, make sure that you're brushing up on basic obedience skills, manage the meal times and expectations, make sure that um, you're doing proper greetings with your guests, having them touch the dog touch your guests' hands. Absolutely make sure that you create in a safe space for your dog. Keep an eye, in, keep, keep an eye out for garbage. Make sure that you are tired out your dogs before Thanksgiving. A tired dog's a good dog. Make sure it continue, even outside of Thanksgiving, establishing boundaries with the guests and making sure that, you know, they're interacting with them um, responsibly. Um, mindful of all those different food hazards when you're cooking and when guests are over for Thanksgiving. Be sure to keep them entertained like we just talked about. And at all things, be sure to just take a breath and relax. 
Other than that, I hope you gained some good tips on how to manage and set your dog up for a perfect Thanksgiving. As always, if you have any questions, drop them in the comments. You can always um, find me and follow me. I'll be a podcast person on all those podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Other than that, enjoy your week and I will see you next week with another great topic. Bye.